Welcome to the Geekatorium podcast number 22. Hello. So, uh, in this podcast, I am chatting to, um, well, Steve, he's a, he's a bit of a jack of all trades, really. He's done like, he's, I met him through comedy, but he doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't do that anymore. He's now doing wrestling. He's in a band who, and there's some information about his band at the end of the, end of the podcast. So please keep listening to the end of that. Um, so he kind of does everything and he's just, he's, 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 just fun i like talking to him he's got a lot of he just he's very open to a lot of uh about his opinions but also very open to other people's opinions and so it was quite nice just to sort of sit back and discuss some stuff about uh geeky stuff as well as sort of like some you know because i'm not really into wrestling and stuff like that but he was you know he's opened my eyes a little bit to why he liked it it was quite fun so it was a really fun chat just sort of sitting you know sitting down with him and talking about all these things so please have a listen um so what, have I, what can I tell you has been happening? It has been a while since the last podcast, and I do apologise, but, you know, life gets in the way. There's some exciting stuff coming up uh, in my life, and some exciting, and, and some personal stuff, which I'm not going to go into, but in terms of show stuff, uh, I am doing three shows, well, technically four shows, but three main shows at Leicester Comedy Festival in February. Now, one of them is obviously Star Trek versus Star Wars, which is always good fun to do. So you should come to that. Next up is my solo show, which I did at the Edinburgh Fringe uh, this year. So you should totally come see that. Uh, but and they're all, all the shows are at O'Neill's um, in Leicester. Um, but what's more important and to you guys and very exciting for me is that I'm going to be doing a Geekatorium live podcast in Leicester at the Leicester Comedy Festival. So please, please, please come along to that. I'm going to try and get some really good guests to come and do it. Um, I think the format will change slightly, uh, but it'll be an hour long recording uh, and it will, all of it will go up online. So please, please come and come along. Tickets should go on sale very, very soon. Uh, obviously, I'll keep you an eye. I'll keep you up to date keep an eye on my twitter uh both at the geekadorium and at Arcaranza. um follow me on facebook on both pages as well if you want to sign up for my mailing list that would be amazing because as soon as the tickets drop uh for any of the, any of my events they'll go straight onto my mailing list um and i'm going to try and keep that up to date I try, I try to keep it up there on a monthly basis i've missed one but if you if you're on it i will keep it up to date on a monthly basis and then obviously if there's anything special happens i'll let you know but thank you for listening to the podcast so far. We're 22 episodes in. I'm still enjoying this. And I've got some really cool guests lined up as well. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please uh, give us a, a review on iTunes. Uh, even you can, And guess what? You can review every episode you listen to. Not just the whole podcast, but every single episode you listen to. Leave a review. The more you do that, the higher it goes up the rankings, the more people will listen to this podcast. And that would be amazing. Um, and if you've enjoyed the podcast as well, and you haven't shared it or you whatever but you want to support it a little bit more if you want to um you can buy me a coffee i mean i end up do you know what it's becoming as i say in this podcast but it's becoming a running theme where i just talk about how much coffee i drink so rather than me spending money on coffee why don't you buy me some at coffee.com forward slash rick carranza if you want to support the podcast in the meantime Let's go into the podcast. I am very disappointed in your choice of coffee, man. Well, honestly, I, I can understand that, but it's um I literally saw Pump Spice Pumpkin and went, <laughs> I want one. Tis the season. And I couldn't help it. It's and I was like, the season, yeah, sure. It, man? Yeah. Right. And I don't even like cause even like the uh, like independent coffee shops and that I thought were independent and stuff in Birmingham and then I've looked and I've gone, Oh, they're not. So then I'm just like, ah, do you know what? I, I, I can't fight every front. Oh, I know. This is becoming a running theme on this podcast. <laughs> where people like, disappointing you. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Um, with like the first five minutes is me talking about coffee. Okay. Because I'm just absolutely, yeah, yeah, right? Because I'm addicted. To, I'm, I'm a, like, I will admit it. I'm a full-blown coffee snob. Okay. Right? So it's okay. like, oh, and I see Starbucks. I go, no. I understand. I understand. But it's I just... understand the pumpkin spice latte thing. I, I mean, that's get... my excuse. Yeah, no, I, I I get it, man. Yeah, I mean, I was I went through the same when I was um when I was like managing like a craft beer pub in Chelsea. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you can already he can yeah, already yeah, see yeah, where yeah. that's going. <laughs> and then I come back and my friends were drinking like Carlin or whatever, which was fine before I'd you know yeah enlightened myself and become <laughs> so much more aware of what was out there. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, you know, uh, actually on the taste spectrum, it's only like here to here. And so yeah, that's rubbish. Have you seen the um, the Brewdog adverts that have gone up? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they've gone brutal. 
brutal, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. They're just like, look at this. This is yeah. shit. We're 97 doing. points better than this. Yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. And you go, well, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a dick about it. It's very much throwing it in people's faces. Well, here's the, the thing about Brudo as well. So there's a place just down the road called The um, the Wolf now. Yeah, I've seen that. So that was originally called The Lone Wolf Pub. Uh, uh. But Brewdog were bringing, you know, Brewdog or Equity for Punks and all, yeah. you know, look at blah, blah, blah. Um, but then they were bringing out a vodka that was called The Lone Wolf Vodka. Right. So because, and then they forced them to change their branding. Really? Because, yeah, and I was like, that's not very fucking equity for punks, is it? Do you know what I mean? That's How not... do they do that? How do they... I think it's because they own the license. So they own the name and stuff in regards, they trademarked it in regards to, like, alcohol and, like, serving mm-hmm. and, like, I guess beer and whatnot. Yeah. So then when another thing was using it and trying to trademark it, they kind of stopped it. Oh, so that's, that's why it's right. got LWP at the bottom of the yeah. windows, because it was Lone Wolf Pub. I just was really, I was really disappointed. I was like, yeah. that feels that feels against what I thought. You know, I thought Brewdog were. I think cool. You know, I, at least I still think they are. The, I, or the better than yeah. Yeah, I I just think there's like, but you know it's it's hard, isn't it? Because it, it, I get it. I get like, you know, why are you being like this? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, man. You know, supposed, it's supposed to be punk. It's supposed to be like ah, break the rules. Yeah, but yeah. instead, you're enforcing them. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah. But then at the same time, they have created this thing. And yeah. It's like if they let it get diluted, then yeah. like so it's like I kind of see both sides of the story. But you know what? I'm still gonna drink punk IPA. I find myself like that most of the time. Like yeah. I'm like you just said that everything you said like about Starbucks, and I was like, you know, I completely see where you're at. Yeah. Probably still gonna get it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That's the thing. I, I personally hate Starbucks, right? Personally. <laughs> But I'm like, do you know what? I I, I get the pumpkin spice latte. If you yeah. want a pumpkin spice latte, man, go for it. Yeah, like, man. you know, just go crazy on it. I'm glad go, got your go, go bathe, go bathe in that shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever you need to I'm, do. I'm too hurry I'm, for I'm, that. Be, <laughs> be so sticky. But, but, but the thing that annoys me about Starbucks is when people who are like, who go like, and they go, I love coffee. I love coffee. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I you can. go, what what coffee do you get? And they go, I get I get a vente mocha minty. Caramel, macchiato, whatever. That's, that, that's sugar, my friend. Yeah, and you yeah. go like, yeah, that's not coffee, that's a dessert. The, the yeah, amount yeah, of yeah. coffee in that coffee yeah, yeah. is equal to the amount of alcohol in the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. There is no coffee in there. 100%. You were just, you, you, you've passed coffee yeah, yeah, yeah. and you thought, I like it. You've got, you've got a milkshake. Yeah, you've exactly. Got you've got a dessert. dessert. Yeah, dessert. Just, just admit you like dessert. Just have a spoon. Yeah, just have a spoon. <laughs> so what's been happening with you, man? Things are good, man. Things are really exciting. I'm, I've literally was just walking back through town today like, I am smiling right now. Like, mm. it's really nice. Um, I'm, uh, I've, yeah, our band's, the band The Jacks, we've just released our EP. So yeah. it's just... Just throwing that up online for the jacks of all trades, and um, people have already started. By the way, it's up for free, right? right? So it's just we were just like let's get it out there because we've got a gig that that we want to get you know mm-hmm. try and drum some uh, attention up for, and we've got it. We just thought we'd put it out there, and we've put no no price on it. We've put it literally down as free, but you can pay what you want yeah, for. Yeah, people course, have yeah. already been like buying it, which is that's really nice. It, it's really nice. It feels like they've really gone. Oh, like you know, when you listen to something and go, "Well, I've got it for free, but I want to give them money anyway." Yeah, like it's nice. You know? Yeah, it's. There seems to be a different. There's a different model going on now, isn't there? Like, um, where people like, people are creating things and they they throw them out for free and like you go and look if you like it. Yeah, fine. and it's quite cool because you there are people who are going like, oh yeah, let's do that. Uh, like Louis Louis. I know it's hard to talk about him. <laughs> yeah, there's a few, there's but, a few things, but yeah, we can do it. What I am going to talk about is when he did his when he, he said his special was out yes, for free, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, and then suddenly people were like, "Here, here it is," and then you could pay for it separately. Um, and like, I know there's been like Radiohead did it yeah. as well. Radiohead released their album for free, and then you could download which one album was like I can't remember, but it was like you could download that for free, and then you could donate afterwards. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's a nice way of just like sort of putting it in in the fans' hands. I think, and I think if you've I think it sort of it connects the the creator uh, like the artist and the I don't want to say fan but like well yeah no there's, mm. there's somebody yeah the fan the listener it, it it connects them and sort of and I think that makes them feel even more yeah even more sort of invested in that person's yeah. journey I think yeah it makes so it's such yeah. a direct thing you're not like it's not like oh this person obviously there'll be bit points where people take their middlemen sort of things in the mm. way but it's not like oh I'm buying this 
then it goes up to the the label and then the label decides how much comes down to you, you know? Yeah, it goes straight totally. into that person and if, you know, you can feel you can feel like it's really you're really actually connected to them and I think that's really important. Yeah. I mean that's been happening for years at the fringe now as well. Like yeah, yeah like the free festival or pay what you want and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like it's kinda cool, you go in and like so potentially sometimes you can make more money. Like people will pay more for something if they really enjoyed it. Yeah, I th- yeah, yeah, you kind of I think it's I think it's almost like rolling the dice, isn't it? How much faith you've got in your own mm. thing with that. I mean, again, I like just literally just said everything. Everything I say, we got I can see both sides to the, yeah. to the sort of conversation. But I think it's I think it's it's nice. And then when we did the fringe, we um we had like we just did it was it was free friendship, you know, mm. donate and stuff, and yeah. you know ended up with. You know, I still lost loads of money, obviously, because it was the first time we was at the fringe and it's the fringe. But um, it was still, it was still a great experience and it was a nice feeling to go at the end, sort of count it up and then you know some days it was down, but we were like we weren't expecting to get any anyway. Yeah, so then yeah, when it was yeah. up, we were like, look at us, we got seventy p a person, you know, <laughs> like, make it rain, yeah, more like hail, yeah, yeah hailing with coppers, yeah, yeah. just at each other, yeah, brilliant, man. yeah, it was great. So how was the experience of being in a band? It's fantastic. Like, it was. It was something that my first band I was ever in was when I was, um, I was thirteen, fourteen. I was in. I was fourteen. I mean, I yeah. can't play anything. Like at all. Um, I've picked up the guitar a couple of times and then I always got frustrated because it's really hard. And, <laughs> it's, and it's funny that. Yeah, isn't it? weird, isn't it? Six strings. How do you make all of those notes? Well, I have to do this and this yeah. with, with both hands. It's too much. Um, but my I, my my music. I had a music teacher. Um, just when we was at school and then they were putting together a band for this competition mm. and she was like she asked me to she was like Steve will, will you be in the band and I was like you know I can't play anything she went no we, need, we want you to be like the singer and I was like well yeah. you know I can't sing right and she was just like yeah but you've got that energy <laughs> and I was like okay sure we'll do that then um, and so like it was I mean it was two two Red Hot Chili Peppers no 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 it wasn't we had one chi- Red Hot Chili Peppers song one Lonely Kravitz song yeah. two originals I couldn't sing them now I really can't remember them at all yeah. the band was called Scare the Rooster okay of course yeah yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. Um, it makes it was I think what we were waking I can't remember there was there was something along the lines of because Frightened Cock would have been yeah Frightened Cock would have been too much yeah it would been too much on the helmet and there was um I can't remember, it was something to do with like waking up before the rooster. Yeah. I don't know. Something, something that fourteen-year-old people think is cool. Deep and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I want yeah, yeah. another name that I wanted to be was flying hippos <laughs> because you know pigs can fly, well hippos are even bigger. Yeah. And really classics. And um, yeah, that was cool. And then that was it. I left it then. I didn't really do anything with it because mm. I just it wasn't anything that I thought I could do. And then my friends uh, who are in the band now, Ben and Ross, they they they've been together for a while. Yeah, moved back to Birmingham, um, from London, and then we just started. We and me and my mate had always been. I mean, you play guitar, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. So you you know when at every party, and then someone's like, "Hey, sing a song," <laughs> and then we do that. Wonderwall, Wonderwall. Yeah, was it? I play Wonderwall. I know I play Wonderwall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Stairway to Heaven. Don't know the words. Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the classics. <laughs> Who knows the words? No one. We've got apps now. It's fine. Yeah, Freebird. <laughs> oh, yeah. and it's classic. So we and then we'd we I'd always like make up songs. Yeah. Like sort of, I literally posted something on my Facebook today of the brown sauce song when we were like teenagers and I poured brown sauce <laughs> all over someone when they were asleep and so then I made a song up for it. Okay. So very close friends, so yeah, it was all yeah, fun yeah. and obviously yeah. they got me back with cake and of course. sauce yes, another yeah. time because we were lads. Um, and then, yeah, so from joking songs to then we were like, maybe we can do something. And it's been it's been incredible. It's something that I've done. Like, so I've done, I do, I've done stand-up, I've done wrestling. Um, and they all and, and, and now with the band and they all give me something different but mm. it's all very similar feelings of I don't like that that's sort of <laughs> almost like a crazy inner piece of being like oh I'm on stage and I'm, I'm like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, that rush that you get when it goes well and equally when it goes not so well yeah that's cool man yeah. so it's, it's kind of gone like full circle like you, you did sort of the band stuff you've done all this yeah. stuff and now you come back into the band stuff yeah it's, it's, like, it's nice yeah because I always write poetry as well so I was right. like I was like because when I was younger I wanted to be I wanted to be an MC I wanted to be a rapper because yeah. well because of Eminem <laughs> was like, wait wait people can say this stuff and people listen to it and people can be it was like at first it was because like you know I was like it was like the My Name Is video and it was all cre- like yeah. colourful and sweary and I was like this is cool you know look at who's I'd never heard anything like that and then there was all this sort of angst and pain behind it as well when you really listen to it 
And then I was like, oh, man, maybe I can. So I started to write lyrics then. I wanted yeah. to be a rapper. And I was like quite a chubby teenager. Mm, mm. Um, a chubby white boy with the Wu-Tang hoodie on. Oh, which yeah. is you know, course, throwing yeah. at the W's, not understanding what I'm on about. And, uh, and yeah, I was called Razor as well. <laughs> R-A-Y-Z-A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. rappers don't spell well. And that's what made me cool. So yeah, I went to do that. And then it turned into, once I grew up a little bit more, turned it into poetry. So now it's turned into lyrics. So okay. It's, yeah, it's cool. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, that's excellent. So apart from, so you, you like, <laughs> throw your, like, you've done like, you just throw yourself into everything. Yeah. Like, literally, yeah. Like, every time I speak to you, it's like, oh, you, you're doing that now as well. Like, so when I first met you, you were a stand-up. Yep, yep. Uh, now you're now wrestling. Yep. And I remember you talking about this. Like, yeah, like, definitely. Uh, and you were like, yeah. what was it you said? You said, like, yeah, yeah, I'm getting old, so I need to do this before I'm Yeah, dead. yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, I'm like, so like, you can, I can stand, I can stand on stage with Mike yeah. for, uh, or you can sit on stage with Mike forever. Yeah, like, well, yeah, George Carlin was doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. died, so, yeah, yeah, So, but George Carlin couldn't have been wrestling when he was 80, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, did he go into 80? Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. Close enough. We're not historians. Um, yeah, so that's it. So wrestling, so wrestling's like gotta be, for me, I'm just aware that, I mean, I'm in better shape now than I've ever been because I'm conscious of it. Mm. And, you, and you are as well. I saw a photo, <laughs> the photo you posted the other day when you would like, back yeah, in the yeah. kilt. That was crazy, man. How yeah. long ago was that? Uh, so that was um, 2009. So yeah, I was oh. about 230 pounds. Wow. Then, and now, now I'm 160. I had got down to about 145 at one point, um, which was like, oh, it's a little bit too far. It's a little bit too far. It's always that. Yeah, yeah. It's so, pendulum, right? Yeah, so now it's like, yeah. So I just go to the gym and sort of enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like, I feel like I wasted my 20s. But just, just in general, like... Like, by well, looking back at it, I go like, what was I doing? I'm kind of like, I'm getting to, th- I'm 30 at my next birthday and I'm like, I've done a lot of stuff. Yeah. But all of those things, I've never, like, <laughs> I sort of go somewhere and then I go, oh, that's the other thing. And then there's, and I'm like, yeah. everything sort of push it along a little bit and then I'll go, oh, yeah, I've got time. Maybe I can do that. And now I'm like, oh, that clock's ticking. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that's why wrestling, I was like, right, well, I physically wouldn't be able to. Mm, mm. It's going to take it so much more toll on me. And I've just like, I've got to, now's when I've got to sort of focus yeah, yeah. on that, you know. And do you enjoy it? I love it, man. It's been that was the thing when I was like, when I was that was the first, it was the first love, like that was the first thing when I was like three or four. I remember seeing Sting on the TV and being like, What is that? <laughs> like, and it was all colorful and he had his face paint, yeah. bleached blonde hair, jacked, like huge. And it was like, like, because when I'd like watch you see superhero stuff, mm. like, it was always like, say if it was like in cartoons or whatever, it was like, or like anim- anything like animated. It wasn't. It wasn't a person. Yeah, it was of course. Cool. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. and then as I got older, that's where my love for it came because it was. It was cool to see, like. But then when you saw these, real like, I mean, they didn't look real. But <laughs> no. <laughs> all, and there's some definite help they had in the way that separates the real from the unreal. But they were like these incredible physiques and stuff. That, and then the, the this colorful pageantry, and I was like, this is real. Like yeah. this isn't real, but it's real. Like. And I was just got so swept up in that world of it, and that's what I just fell in love with. I just it was just so, it was so I was so like drawn to it. It was like magnetic. I just there was it was so incredible. Wow! So it's like the real superheroes. That's yeah, yeah, that's like, what it was for me. Yeah, I remember because like so that was that was your thing. Wrestling was your thing. So yeah, growing up. definitely. Because I remember like I grew up and like I, there was a couple of years I was like I watched sort of uh, what well, it was WWF at the time. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm that old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, me too. It's yeah, like, mate, I'm turning We're all thir- safe. two weeks. I'm turning thirty six. Right, wow. that's, uh, yeah, that's you don't you look good for it though. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, and so like it's um, I remember watching like WWF. So when I was growing up watching wrestling, it was like. WWF and it was like uh, Randy Savage and mm. Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan like the big names yeah, yeah Undertaker and stuff oh, like yeah. that yeah like Undertaker back in the day yeah, yeah, yeah. like not sort of like how he is now. <laughs> yeah. so like and it's quite crazy because like I seen I remember being into wrestling as a kid and thinking like that was a kid thing that I was into wrestling yeah me yeah yeah, yeah right yeah. and now now flash forward people that are my age or around my age older what are you younger are all into it again it seems to have just researched it really has it's like it's been massive I think what's happened as well right so I think that I think we I think it was maybe our generation I don't know that we've with that something happened where like 
it's almost like we don't have to grow up anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's not, I don't, like, I don't know if it's that there's like, it's not that we don't have to grow up, but there's definitely something like where the, all the things that we loved when we were kids, we kind of got an older and then we've gone, no, we still love them. Yeah. And I want to still love that. Yeah. Like, look how big yeah. like, all the Comic-Cons are. Yeah, and sort yeah, of, yeah. And again, we've re- what's happened with wrestling is that there's been so... Because of the internet, there's been such a swell of, like, underground wrestling mm. events and stuff. So, like, independent scene, the like, the independent companies that have now just sort of skyrocketed because you can connect to everyone so much easier. You know, you can have... Everyone's so accessible, so it's easier to become a real big fan of someone. Yeah, yeah. Or same with like bands and stuff. It's I think it's because everything is connected. You can leave a show and be like, I want to message that person. No, I'm gonna write a letter and they'll probably not respond. Yeah, yeah. You can tweet them, and I mean it's to its own detriment as well. But like, you can tweet them and they go thanks, and you're like, oh my god, they they yeah. acknowledge me. Oh, they like I love them even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be yeah. the smallest thing. Yeah, totally. So it's, it's, it is interesting. Cause like I um. It's interesting when you say that. I don't... Yeah. I don't think it's like we're, we're children. No. Yeah, it's no, not no. like we're children. But I think you're right. I think it's like... Um, it's, it's... I remember when I was a kid. It's like... I, I'd look at adults and I'd go... Oh, you now do adult things. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember watching... Do you know what I've just... I've, funny enough, do you know what I've just started re-watching is uh, that 70s show. Yeah, I've literally... I've not long watched it back. I love know. that show, right? But, like, what I love about the show, because it shows, like... Not only does it concentrate on, like, kid, like Eric Foreman and his friends and stuff <laughs> yeah, like that, yeah. but it actually shows, like, the adults as well. And yeah. the adults are sort of, like... Um, you see their problems as well. And, like, a lot... But then, like, you see, like... <coughs> what I think used to happen is, like, you'd be like... Oh, I'm a kid. Um, I'm into like there wasn't a lot of like content, so they'd be like, I'm into sports. I'm into yeah, yeah. yeah. Or they'd they'd be sent to go work in the mines or whatever, <laughs> right? So there was no real childhood, yeah. right? So they'd grow up and be adults, and they'd be like, Well, my whole life has been work, that, that, yeah. and my 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 passions are sports because like that's the easy, only other thing that was out there. Yeah. Whereas like since about like the. I'd say the 60s, 70s, yeah. right? There's like, you know, when Star Trek and comics and mm. Star Wars and all these things started coming in, right? That, and that was our generation. Yeah, we got yeah. to enjoy that. And now it's like, well, they're still around. Yeah. And then, but they're also, bit, they're like, I think what, before when, like, adults would say certain things like grow up or yeah. like that's not what's that ever going to lead to like you know the sort of come on while you're drawing your silly comic book where that, where's that going to go to what you're playing with your figures for what's it going to get to now where it can get to is you can make yourself a YouTube channel and you can just dissect these things and then you're making money so like the flip on before when it'd be like grow up that's not going to do anything for you Yeah. the kind of and truth was well yeah you're probably right it's a hobby of mine that I can keep to me but yeah. I can't make a living from it <laughs> Whereas now you can turn around and go out and get a job. There are no jobs. Yeah, there's no jobs, but I've got a video camera. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Like, it is mad. As like, yeah, because these yeah these things haven't gone away. And like yeah, you're right. You can be like you can draw comics, and you can be a kid who like draws comics, and suddenly, um, and then like you set up a Patreon account, yeah. and people just donate. I I know like I've got like um, several online comics that I read just for humor, and some of them are based on things that I loved as a child, or yeah. I still love now. Uh, like there's like Chief O'Brien at work which is one of my yeah. favourite things you, you know uh, my, so Chief O'Brien is a character in Star Trek oh, right, okay. yeah yeah um, and during the next generation he was like the transporter chief okay. so it was like his job was literally to stand in one room and just like so the beam people in and out so yeah so it's like the comic book's <laughs> about him just having this <laughs> despair of like does anybody need to be beamed anywhere <laughs> <laughs> which is right. brilliant yeah. and then there's like another one called um, uh, Justice League 8 uh, JL8 yeah. right and it's basically the Justice League if they were 8 years old wicked and it's brilliant yeah, and yeah, I yeah. love stuff like that and like these get and occasionally like if I can if I can afford it I'll go like you know yeah. just a couple of quid cause I, go, I think that's brilliant I want to see it keep going and like yeah, it is right. Like, yeah, if it wasn't for the internet, that that person mm, might mm. you might you'd have that thought, you might have that idea, you might draw it, you might still do it, and then what you're gonna do? Try and push that to like a publisher. Yeah. It's just not really gonna. It's mm. not that viable. Or you might share share it around your friends, and that's great. Yeah. But now you can go here. You go internet, and then people go no, yeah, all right, cool, I'll support. And yeah, yeah. Again, it's that connection to the artist. Definitely. That I think is the pushes it. I think that's what I found interesting about um, wrestling, and I guess like the. I'm guessing the internet sort of played a massive part of it as well. Yeah, yeah. It's like the amount of sort of independent 
leagues or I don't know what you call them. Yeah, yeah, promotions. Yeah, promotions yeah, yeah. have turned up now. Oh, so, massive. And so it's like, it's no longer like, so when I was growing up, it was like, yes, it was WWF or WWE yeah. as it is now. And like, that was it. Yeah, yeah. There was that. And the British sort of wrestling was a little bit sort of naff. Like, yeah, yeah, go, yeah definitely. Go, yeah. But now you go and you go like, the production value and like the promotion and all the stuff that goes on with all the other stuff like ICW and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, well, they just they just had like six. They were not just. I think it was two years ago now, mm. maybe a year ago. They had they they had over six thousand people to their show in, in I think it was Glasgow. I I I, I can't yeah. remember the details. Six thousand on Sunday. Uh, a company called Progress Wrestling just ran Wembley. Jeez. They just did four. I think it was between. It was between I don't know the numbers aren't out yet, but it's mm. between four and five thousand people at Wembley, like yeah. a an independent company at Wembley doing a wrestling show. Yeah. It's crazy. One of the companies that I train with, Fight Club Pro, they're they're doing they're taking their company. They've got people who move. Someone moved from Canada, people moved from Australia, New Zealand, just to come and live in well in Wolverhampton. <laughs> Wolverhampton. And they get here and they go, <laughs> yeah, but, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So they moved to these places. But they're coming there to train with Fight Club because of how good really? that company is. Yeah. And they're, they're doing a show, and I think it's January the 7th, they're flying out to, they, well, they'll be out there before them, but they're running a show in one of the legendary venues in Tokyo, in mm. Japan. Like, and that's all, like, without, like, that's an independent company from Wolverhampton. <laughs> that, like, and it's it's insane, like, yeah. and it, again, it's, it's the brilliant, so it is the incident. And the, the, the scene at the moment is just, I mean, specifically British wrestling as well. Yeah. Like, that's why, because I first started when I was 14. Mm. Um, I, I wrestled for a couple of years there and then took some time off and then came back to it, like, just over two years ago. And in that time, I was away for like seven years. In that time, it's gone from um, like a ring in a bingo hall with the lights on. And, you know, you're still still like all right crowds and stuff, but you'd have like, it was just a bit rubbish, man. Like there was some great stuff, same as everything, you know, when it goes, when, when, the, when the overall scene gets better, the overall everything gets yeah, better. Yeah, of course, yeah. So that's what's happened. So then the money wasn't there as much, so there wasn't as much passion. People didn't care as much. There was a lot of... Uh, like sort of you know like we know from stand up you know the people who had a name a while ago and they're still running out that same 10 minute set that yeah. they've been doing for 10 years but they know or say 20 years or they'll host and they did the same like we were talking about earlier they did like sort of they'll host something and it's the same tired yeah. old stuff over and over that's kind of what the scene was like it was it was older people who did it say in the 90s when it was really popular then because it was like the 2000s sort of died off a little bit and so mm. there wasn't as much passion for it and then I've been away, and then I was I've always kept my eyes on it, and I was looking at it, and I was just like, this, there's so much dedication, there's so much passion, there's so much genuine like, that people just wanting to make it build and grow, mm. and people who were looked looked at it when they started and were dis disheartened by it. it, wasn't this glamorous thing that they hoped, and just through sheer will power and dedication they've built it into this incredible scene that it is now. Yeah, I'm so I'm really proud to be part of it. Really, right. what's it like? What's the fan interaction like for you then? So again, yeah. <laughs> well, I've got so I've now so when I was when I first started, I was a, like way back then. I was a, like a good guy, then I was yeah. a bad guy, and I've come back and I was a good guy forever, and then I've finally been like there was one show where I've been playing the sort of the bad guy, um, and as a good guy, it's incredible. Like I've got, I mean, I've got like some like toys and stuff around my room, like little pirate flags yeah. and like, little pirate toys that people have bought for me. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. I had like, and I always get people to put the hooks up. Yeah, I know, I remember. So, <laughs> yeah. Man, every time, and like the other night, there was um, I was getting, I was getting beat up, <laughs> and then uh, and then this, uh, and I'm like the guy's got me like a submission, and I'm reaching for the ropes, and I always reach with my hook, and like yeah. sort of pull myself along with the hook, right, <laughs> and I'm doing that, and look up, and there's five kids at the side of the ring. They got told to sit back down, but they're at the yeah, side yeah. of the ring, and they've got their hooks out, and they're trying to help oh, me get God. to the ring. <laughs> And then I got thrown outside and this one little kid, he's been told to sit down a bunch of times and I was just like, I wanted to shout, leave them alone, like, let, <laughs> this is perfect, let them be. Yeah, yeah. And then um, and it, I'm down on the floor and he put his hook out. So I hooked, we hooked hooks and I pretended like he was pulling me up. Like, mm. and I was just like, yeah, and he just lost it. Like, he just was so excited yeah. that he'd been part of it. So it's, it's incredible, man. I really do, like, it's, 
it's a great feeling, it really is. I'm a bit equally being a bad guy is great as well. Yeah. I made a kid cry the other day and it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we want in life. Uh, it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ability to like freely shout at another another person's child <laughs> and have the parent go, ha ha. You deserve that. It was great. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Literally what happened because I've come out and I've got like, I'm either the people's captain, which is me as a good guy, or I'm the pirate king, which is me as a proper yeah. douche. And um, I came out and this little kid's mouthing off and stuff, and I'm, I'm like, oh, be quiet, shut up, bro. And then I got thrown to the outside of the ring, and then I was just like walking through it, and he just like, he stood up and he still got really close, and I was like, ah! And then I turned away from him so he didn't think I was going to do it, and then yeah. I turned back around and I ran at him and just screamed. Oh and my God. <laughs> he, he jumped into his seat and just was like, started crying, like, but then like, his dad was just in fits. I think if it was his mum, it might have been different, but his dad was like, ah, you deserved it, you deserved it. Fuck you for leaving Lego everywhere. Exactly. Yeah, that's what it was like. It was great. Man. That's amazing. Yeah, oh, fun. I love it, man. Yeah, it's really good fun. So you talk, right? You touched on earlier. Like you were saying, like one of the things that you um, loved about wrestling growing up is like it was like superheroes. Right? Yeah. Man. So you into your superheroes as well, man? Or? Not, not so much. Yeah. I went through phases. I was always like, I always had friends around me that were that were much better at it than I was. Mm. So like the things I was into when I was younger. So like I, it was wrestling. I love Jag- I love Pokemon. Pokemon was my yeah. my absolute. Like I think I, I I was really disappointed in myself. It was I think it was like two years ago. Yeah. There was one of those. Could you name all one hundred and fifty Pokemon? And I was like, Yeah, of course I can. So I sat down and wrote it all out. And then I was like, and there was like four that I couldn't place. Oh no! And I was so upset, Rick. I was oh, honest to God, I was good. I was like, Oh no! I was like, oh, God. And I was, I've, I've literally mourned that fact. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> did you go out and then you sort of study them all again? Dude, I looked at it and I was like, you know, when you look at something and then I was like, oh, you, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. How'd you forget Tengela? What are you talking about? That's the, like, do you know, it was one of those stupid ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That, and then, like, I can't remember, I can't remember what else I forgot. See, I can't even remember what I forgot. Yeah, now. yeah. It's getting old, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, but it was Pokemon. Thundercats was the one for me when Thundercats, I was Thundercats, yeah, okay. And then, um, st- like, so I had, so my dad was a proper Trekkie, mm-hmm. like, and um, I remember, I remember not being able to play with his, his, <laughs> his action figures <laughs> that was still, so he had all the, all the videos of what, what my dad used to do, so like when, uh, when it was, so when I've just been born, so I'm, I'm like, mm. I wasn't sleeping through the night. Yeah. And uh, the doctor, and the doctor, it wasn't like I was ill, but we were at the doctor's doing a checkup and stuff. They're like, oh, he's not sleeping through the night. And I'm like, well, what happens when he when he wakes up? And what had happened was my mum would just elbow my dad and he'd be like, yep, got it. And he'd get up and give me a bottle, put on an episode of Star Trek, give me a bottle <laughs> and that'd be it. So yeah. from from even, he was just, he was, he was going into my brain subliminally yeah. from an early age. And then the, the doctor was like, well, stop doing that because then he's just, Gonna get getting attention, and he gets to watch an episode of Star Trek. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, so uh, my dad would love that, but then me and him, it, me and him, when my mom and dad got divorced, sort of split off. Mm. And I think out of like, <laughs> I guess out of spite, I've like, I've, I, I was like, well, do you know what, Star Wars then? <laughs> that's, that's amazing. <laughs> so, so. Screw you. He left. It was Star Wars. Well, yeah, I want the Force instead. And I was like, and I, was like and I guess, and that was so from basically from then it was Star Wars. Yeah. So that was the yeah, so I was a, I was a big Star Wars fan, um, and it's great because my godson loves it as well. Mm. So now I've got all my old toys that I've saved yeah. and kept. And my mum was like, get rid of them. I was like, no, nope. <laughs> 100% never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, and now it's great because he's just like, can we go to, go to your mum's? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, can we play Star Wars? And then I'm like, yeah, it's either Star Wars or wrestling. So I'm so You're happy. sorted, man. That's so it. happy. Yeah. <laughs> have you watched like the new movies? I have. Yeah. I have. Um, I was, I wanted to, right. I, I, I was very aware that the new ones... So, I mean, we don't have to go over the first one, two, three, do we? Do oh, okay. I mean? oh, so, we're so going to go... Like, we're okay. going to go just the... Just the oh, so everything since sort of the, the 90s. Yeah, 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 well, I mean, like, so, like... So, the first three were just, like, amazing. I still, like... Oh, yeah, the, oh, so the, the original, 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 original trilogy. trilogy yeah. 
Like, yeah, don't yeah. even need to, you know. Yeah, they're untouchable, yeah. Untouchable, yeah. and I, t- I don't understand anyone who doesn't like them. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't hold it against them, but much like the Starbucks thing, yeah. you just judge from oh, silently. Oh, I would. Oh, no, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? It's Star Wars. <laughs> Seriously. It's like it's like space monks with laser swords. Yeah, what's wrong with cool. that? it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not. No, watch it properly. Um, like, Seriously, if you don't like it, just go walk into the yeah, sea. Yeah, I'm kind walk of like, I'm good. I'm like, I, I mean, we can still, we can still talk, sort of. We can still I'm talk, like, but I'm going to judge you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Every yeah. day, every yeah, day. In fact, like, yeah. Every stupid decision you make, I'm like, well, it'd be better if you had some. Yeah, Yoda you, could have taught you better. You'd have learned. Yeah, you'd have learned. <laughs> you'd have learned. There's, <laughs> there's consequences and there's balance, okay? And you don't understand what you're putting out you in the world. Do or do not try. <laughs> there's no try. Yeah, yeah. So then, and then like, but so episode seven yeah. and eight, I was, I really, really wanted to. I love like, how you've skipped over the prequels. Yeah, there's yeah. no point. Um, <laughs> it's because the thing, everything's already been said. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it's like, anything I say, anything to, to comment on them, you know, it is just, it's a convoluted, it's over, it's just everything's, too, yeah, it's yeah. just not there. I understand. It's not there. The heart for me isn't there. And, and the, the things that can connect me to the story is it's it's seeing the, the characters go on this journey, and it's 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 overcoming the obstacles, and then mm. it's the un, it's uniting, and it's having faith and belief in one another, and overcoming the bad guy, bad thing right. in the end. So the new ones I was really excited about, and um. Okay, I remember the first time I watched it because uh, with the sort of nostalgia of it, and yeah. I was really excited. And then I realized that, I can't remember what it was. Something happened in the in episode seven, and I was like, I don't think this is supposed to be for me. Yeah. And maybe and I need to write and something switched, and I was like, just watch it, just relax. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it was. Something happened. I can't remember what it was. I really can't. But um, I was just like, okay, cool. Oh no, that was it. Right, no, this is it. It was when it it was it was when it was because it's not the Death Star now. What is it? Death... Oh, this the Star Killer base. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, they've just, they've gone. Oh, that one thing was good, and now if we have it ten times as big, <laughs> then that will make it even yeah, yeah. more scary. And I was, like, no, that's not why it was good. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so then I was a little bit lost on that, but I still enjoyed it. But then I couldn't help but feel with the with episode eight, I was just a little bit like, I just felt like it's and actually with both of them, I felt like it skipped the important bits that made me connect to the first ones. Right, that's the, interesting. It was yeah. the journey of it and the and seeing them bond together and sharing mm. their time together and going from place to place, that it was the getting there, it was the journey that made the moments important, right, and it made me connect it. to it. Whereas when and this yeah that was it and then in the in episode seven every every journey felt like it was at, at warp speed, mm, and mm. it was like, boom, and then they were there and I was like so I've missed out on that sort of bonding with the characters. Well yeah, thing, I think it, yeah you've got a good point there actually because like in um especially in Star Wars the very first one, um like the journey to Alderaan mm-hmm. is a significant part of the movie like it's a long part of the movie and then obviously you get there it's been destroyed and stuff like that and like through that bit they're like talking about the force and Luke gonna take some training yeah. and stuff like that and it's like yes yeah and then like I it paints the world it paints yeah. the picture of the world it's, as well it's it? a lot slower but I think that's isn't that a, that's, a, that's a problem with like movies now in general yeah. in general now it's like you know you could be like back then you could take the time and it could be slow uh, because you know you accept yeah. that you're gonna be sick, whereas nowadays it's gonna be like quick, fast effects. Well, you're competing. I think what they're competing with now is the fact that we've got computers in our pockets. Yeah, you know. So yeah, short before fun, yeah. you're like, oh, I, you, you wouldn't even worry about getting distracted because you're going to the cinema. And they, I mean, I mean, I'm talking about when they originally came out. Yeah. I'm going to the cinema. No one can contact me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nothing can happen. Yeah. And then you might come home, and if you're fancy, you've got an answer phone. You know, and you're like, oh, what's this message now? You're sitting there, bzz, bzz, you know, it's constant. It's so constant, yeah. I don't, so I, I think it's maybe that their expectation of what an audience is, mm. is attention span is maybe. And I just, it just, it wasn't for me. It just wasn't, I didn't get, I still got all the good feelings. I still got all the, yeah. oh yeah. I was like, there's a Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I still audibly whooped a few times yeah. because it was a packed out cinema. I'd have done it on my own. Yeah. I, and then I, cause I went to see it on my own as well. And I was just like, um, and then it was all like, I, there was still all, there was still enough things that tick boxes for me yeah. that made yeah. me go, yep, I'm still enjoying it. You see, I, um, I, I remember I went to go see episode seven. So I went to see The Force Awakens and 
I was so hyped for it. So mm. hyped for it. Like everything that everything that they'd released, all the little bits, all the trailers, everything I was like, oh my god, this is Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. this is yeah. not the prequels. This is Star Wars, <laughs> yeah. right? And yeah, I was yeah. so excited. I was so so excited. And I went to go see it, right? And I was there with my girlfriend and we watched it and she and she was like, I loved it. And I and I, and I walked out and I was like, I did. Mm. I think. Yes. That's yep, yep. Like, and it was like it was, it was just a moment where I was just like I think I really enjoyed I think I loved it but I'm not sure if I did <laughs> and then what I found is that every time I've rewatched it which is how many times? Oh, too many okay cool, cool. no worries I've enjoyed it a little less that's be- what I'm worried be- about because yep. what I found myself thinking is I could just watch Star Wars. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I could. I mean, I could just watch the better version of this. Yeah, because I, I yeah. found like it was it was good, mm-hmm. and there yeah. were things like I love BB-8 and I love uh, Finn and Poe. I like I love that three sort of. I, I, if they made a movie with this, those three going yeah, around the, yeah. the galaxy solving crimes, that would be an amazing setup, <laughs> yeah, right? I would great. love that, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I like them, and I kind of like Ray, and I she's got a bit of mystery to her, and I, I was like. I kind of like these characters, but I kind of don't like them together. And like, uh, yeah. you know that's interesting. Yeah, and, I, and I was that's... like, I was like, it's doing everything that Star Wars, the first Star Wars movie, did, but it's just kind of like a a pale in- imitation. It's like okay, where are they starting? They're starting on a planet of sand. Um, where they've got plans that they need to hide from the bad guys who are on their way and you're like wait a minute that's, the, that's the first movie huh. okay so what's going to happen next they're put into a droid and the yep. droid okay, yep, yep, okay. Yep, yep. and who finds the droid oh it's oh. Oh, right okay and she, right and she's desperate okay cool and then what happens oh and what they're not sure about her parents yeah. oh my gosh so it was just like Okay, so I've seen all of this yep. before, and it wasn't until the last sort of half an hour of the movie where it started this like the 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 the, the, the fights on the on the Star Killer base. Yeah, I, yeah. like, I started going, okay, now it's yeah, starting yeah. to do its own thing, and I get that. But I was like, by that point, I was like, hmm, it's all just the same movie again. Oh, I we're agree. gonna go Maz Katana's. Oh, that's just the cantina. Well, I mean, then you've got right. So then you potentially, I like, I thought, all right, so we've got Kylo in. And I was just like, okay, cool. So we've got a new bad guy. Yeah. But there's a bigger bad. And I was like, perfect. There needs to be a bigger bad. Yeah. Because I need to understand how it's progressed. Yeah. How it's continued and how it's managed to go from, right, how we've now in control of the entire, like, like everything. And, but, but. Yeah. How? How is there something that powerful that it's, and it must be so incredible. And this is going to bring out. So I'm so excited about that. Yeah. So then when in the episode eight, when it goes, oh, it's gone now. Uh, you see, I, I, I didn't mind that so okay. much. The main reason being is that in the first trilogy, you never really learned about the Emperor. But I thought we were going to, and mm. I was excited yeah. about that. We never, so that's, well, again, yeah, that's as, my own, no, no, my suppose, own thing. You see, I enjoyed episode eight a hell of a lot more than episode seven. I enjoyed it so much more because okay. I was like, "Oh, now it's doing their completely. They're doing their own thing yeah. now, and they're sort of sending like like it's it's not just another Star Wars film. Now yeah. they're doing something different with the story. They're they're smashing our expectations, and there's just like there's one line that's said by Kylo Ren in it, and I'm like, and I'm just like, that's that for me encapsulates everything where it's like we've got to we've got to destroy all the old stuff you've got you know oh, what I mean yeah. yeah and I'm like oh, yeah. you're right you do it's like because like, if we don't move on then it's dangerous it's dangerous yeah. to actually no, I think accept that's fair. so like I was like when I heard that line and I saw that movie I was like well yeah this is doing something new. and like the sequence where um Admiral Holdo turns around the ship and she jumps to light speed and takes out the, and you're just like that sequence is that wonderful is, yeah that is it's pretty cool it's so cool and it's just like her self-sacrifice and it annoyed me because I was just like Leia should have done that 100% right Leia should have done that 100%. that would have been amazing that's the perfect send yeah yeah perfect send for Leia would have been amazing but I mean like then we would have had this new character mm. who I was like oh she's got mystery to her oh I like her I, f- I also feel like the, the new like the, the, there's a lot of things people got introduced like that mm. where you go you saw her being the sweet also, like, I, I think it's because I'm older now, so, like, the rebellious character, 
that does the thing for themselves doesn't do it for me as yeah. much. Because I'm like, no, just do as you're told. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna fuck things. You're gonna look like you fuck things and up. And there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, and now, yeah. you know, like in like in uh, like, go sit on the naughty step. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in in a, in uh, in Infinity Wars at the end when when you've got oh, Quinn yeah. and you're just like I I can't do that. I can't. I look at people. I'm like, no, stop, stop. Greater good, greater good, yeah, greater yeah, good. Yeah. Look, we can deal with Gamora's death later. <laughs> yeah. Just let them get the doom. One on. second. Have a whiskey. Calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, my God. And so, like, I mean, we can get to that in a second. But, like, with, with, with that, with the, with the new characters, I felt like every time I go, oh, okay, I like this. And then I, I wouldn't get enough of them, mm. sort of any, that much more depth. And I just felt like a lot of it was quite surface, yeah. sort of character-wise. Um not all of it, obviously, but yeah. like sort of the the peripheral characters, I didn't feel like I could con- like I didn't get much about them and from them. And then That's when you like, when you did get to, you go oh you see that new twist in the character you go oh yeah. wicked oh now they're dead yeah you know? no I get that yeah yeah I I, I do yeah like Holdo as I said like, I thought I thought she was she could have been a brilliant character yeah. to continue like especially to take over from Leia would have been brilliant I would have loved that. Um, I actually liked Rose and I liked you know I, I actually liked the Rose Finn story in the casino planet I, I, I kind of felt a little bit like oh that's happening now mm. like sort of when they're like they're trying to escape and then they're like oh we're just going to run over here yeah. and run back here and I was like what okay cool and I just kind of accepted it but the sequence itself was yeah, cool wasn't it it was it was, it was it cool did it have to did it, did it make all the no let's just enjoy it you know yeah. like, no I, I mean like so I enjoyed episode 8 right, and I thought, it, I thought it was enjoyable and I'm looking forward to the next one to see what happens I mean I'm uh, definitely going to watch it oh god like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got my money like, as, yeah. as Rogue One I thought was exceptionally good I that's my favourite of the new of stuff. The new yeah, it's, it's exceptionally it's, good. It's well, a war movie. What I love... Uh, I... Wait, so you... I know. I know. I know how it ends. Yeah. Yeah. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. It but still hurts. It still was going, but it is Disney, and maybe... Maybe they won't. <laughs> and then and I went... Because I forgot. I, I got so wrapped up in it that I forgot how, where it fits. Yeah. And it was only at the end because when it, I went... Like, because logically, logically, it's the only thing they could have done. Because you couldn't introduce these characters <laughs> and then, like, be like, they're still alive. And you go, but we've never referenced <laughs> yeah, them again. Ever you, again. You could not have the that. The saviours. Yeah. Like, so you, you, you have to kill them. You have to. And you go, and, like, when it happens, you're just like, they're on the beach. And you're like, no. Yeah. I, no. Man, I, I was, was just so like, sad. It was, it's just except, like... And it's as I said, it's a proper war movie. Yeah. Like based in the Star Wars universe, and it's so good. It's just that little bit grittier, that little bit darker. Like they go to much darker places. It made they... me really excited for further versions, further yeah. spin, not spin. Are they spin-offs? Are they tech? No, they're not. Yeah, what are they not spin off They're like as stories. There's, I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Star Wars. Is but then, like, I, well, I haven't seen Solo. I I'm not. I've not even. I was going to ask yeah. your opinion on it. I I'm so nervous about seeing so, it. I've seen, like, various opinions, people who have gone, like... Right, so this is what I've seen in terms of various opinions. People who have gone, like, don't see it, it's worth the time. <laughs> yeah, thanks. No, no, two. Yeah. Eh, it's not bad. Mm. It's forgettable. And, like, no one's turned around and said it's amazing. No one's no, turned around and said it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But, like, everyone, like... So I'm gonna... I want to see it just to see what it does and what it fits in. But, like, it, I feel like Rogue One set such a high standard yeah, for what, like, what it could be yeah. that, like, it's gone... Like, yeah. I think had Rogue One not happened... Uh, cause I think I love I love Solo like Han Solo like he was just or not just was is like the epitome of cool like it's just and for me but to be that nonchalant and that fr- almost frivolous and carefree yeah but then for it to for him to turn around and go no I do you know all the all the journey that he goes on mm. that original story for me would have to be so. I'd want it to be so dark. I'd want it... Because no one starts off going, yeah, I'm, like you can start off cool, but you have to go through such trauma yeah, yeah. to get to that, hey, I'm not going to help anyone. I don't give a I'm, shit. Don't give yeah. a shit. But then to actually come around and actually give a shit about someone and invest. You must have lost so much 
to cut off and then come back. And that story is such a good story. Yeah. There's so much potential to tell that story. And I was so excited about it. And then when I was like, well, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe not. Mm. And then when the reviews came in, I was like, oh, I don't want to, I don't know that I want to, I want to watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it. Yeah, But course, I think yeah. my expectations have been low, lowered so much now. I'll probably enjoy it. But that's the thing. I've, I found that a lot with a lot of movies is that my, I go, um, Justice League is an example. Yeah. Right. I haven't seen I've it. actually enjoyed Justice okay. League. I actually enjoyed it. Mainly because it wasn't anything like Man of Steel or a, Batman versus Superman, which were awful. Yeah. Um, and, but I think my expectations were so lowered by that. And I hadn't seen Wonder Woman uh, right. before as well. I, and yeah. Wonder Woman is exceptionally good. Okay. I love Wonder, Wonder Woman. Um, but um, so my expectations because of Batman versus Superman and everything, and because I just I hate Zack Snyder as a director. <laughs> I think he's awful. So, so far, we're just losing these boxes. Yeah. Just like, yeah. So anyway, and so... Um, I went in going, this is going to be awful. And I came out going, I really enjoyed that. Not, okay. like, not that it was amazing or yeah. a great thing. I was like, no, I really enjoyed that. Okay, I really, okay. really enjoyed that. I rewatched it. It's not that enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> there are problems with it. Well, once you've seen it, you go, ah. And then the second time, you, you, your eyes are more attuned yeah, yeah, yeah. to like, it, Oh, there, there, there's the problems. <laughs> uh, okay, I get it, I get it. Like, I had that same problem um, with um, Suicide Squad. Right? I was, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't watch Suicide Squad when it came out. I didn't, I didn't. Everyone, then. everyone slated it. Yeah. All right, everyone was like, this is horrific. Then I watched it, and it turns out I'd watched the director's cut. And, oh. I was like, and I was like, oh, I don't see what the problems are here. This is actually not bad. Oh, this is okay. I didn't know there was a director's yeah, cut. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, this is not bad. And I was like, and then I was like, oh, I've watched the director's cut. Oh, okay, that'll explain it. Okay. So I waited about six months, and then I watched the, um, the theater yeah. edit. And I went, ah, get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it, was weird. it was one that I really, I wanted to like, but again, the same with, with Justice League. I was a little bit like... The reason Marvel have done it so well is that it's taken 10 years to get there. Yeah. You know, that means we care about every fucking person. We, we're invested in them. We know the backstory. You can't do that for 10, what, 8, 10 characters in, and what, two and a half hours? You can't. I mean, surely you could. Surely they could have just gone, right, here's the Justice League, and then gone back and gone, right. Actually, no. Do you know what? I've just thought about that. Like, sorry, carry on. Come on. They could have. I reckon. No, yeah, you know, because Lord of the Rings made me do that. Yeah, exactly. I hadn't read the books, and I went. Yeah, they could have, they could have done, like, here's Justice League. Um, and don't form them. Don't show them coming together because of something. Just go, like, they've always existed. Yeah, oh, this yeah. Is what they could have done is here's a Justice League. They are fighting this person, right? And this, yeah. is, this is it. Just straight away, straight off the bat. Straight yeah, off the bat, right, just yeah. do that, right? And people go, oh, okay, these are characters, right? And then they yeah. go, and then they go, then the next movies are either so, are solo adventures where they either just do, this is a new adventure, but just yeah. with this character. Or they go, well, actually, this is how this character came into being. Yeah. This is how this character came into being. And this is how they met. And this is how they did it. And that's how we got to that stage. And you go, oh, that's a different way of doing yeah. it. It's something you've invested. Like, it's a reverse investment in, in saying. Yeah, because that would have worked. Because then rather than going on the... Because like what Marvel... The biggest the problem that Marvel had when they were doing the, the Avengers is that they were basing the Avengers on basically their D-list characters because they'd sold off huh. like so like they didn't have marvel studios themselves didn't have the rights to spider-man fantastic four x-men who were their big hitter characters they were the characters yeah. that everybody knew right so they had to go down and go right so who have we got we've got the avengers no one really knows the avengers at the time unless you read comics yeah. and so you've got like iron man no one really knew iron man no one really knew <sighs> thor no one really knew captain america yeah. they knew the names yeah. but they didn't really yeah, know yeah, the characters yeah, yeah? So what they had to do, they had to do this. We had they had to do this whole look. This is an Iron Man movie. We're going to prove to you that Iron Man's a good character. Yeah. We're going to prove to you that Captain America's a good character. We're going to prove to you that all these characters are good, so that we can then do the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. with Justice League, everyone like everyone knows Superman. Everyone knows Batman. This is true. Everyone knows Wonder Woman. Even Green Lantern and Aquaman. Everyone knows these characters, yeah. right? So all they had to do was say, look, here are the characters. Yeah. Go enjoy it, right? Yeah. Now, so this is the movie. Now, you're curious. Let's show you how they came to be. Let's show you how that we got to that point. That's a good point. That would have like that. That that would have been much better because you're right. They don't need to. Yeah, but like, with like they didn't need to build up trust. No, they just needed to build. They just needed to show that. They'd... I don't think it helped having, like, because in such recent memory, having versions of those characters like no, Superman no, and Batman, yeah, having yeah, yeah. those versions 
so and do so. Like I said, I don't know about Superman, but definitely Batman, Batman definitely doing yeah. so well. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. being the one that people go, this is it now. Like, yeah. You've got a whole generation of people who are like, Chris, that's Batman. Yeah, that's Chris, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Joker. That's it. You could, like you don't talk, like. There's a whole lot of people who like I see. I love I love when people argue about stuff like that online. It's great, and then people are like and you can. And they're just like, no, that's not my Batman. It's like, yeah. okay, cool. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> like, and... yeah, exactly. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Your Batman still exists. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Mine's too. Mine yeah. too. I saw, mind you, I saw someone say that Toby, but I don't know how you feel about Spider-Man, but someone said that Toby Maguire was their Spider-Man. Oh, I thought, uh, uh, those those first uh, two Spider-Man movies. That before started, he does the dancing scene. Before he does the dancing scene. <laughs> the first two Spider-Man movies yeah. I thought were exceptionally good. Uh, especially number two with Doc Ock was exceptional. Oh, was brilliant. And I thought Tobey Maguire was fine. I mean, he looked a little bit old. Yeah, well, because he was a little bit old. He was, old, yeah. <laughs> he was in his thirties when he did that. Yeah. Uh, oh God, yeah, he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like it was it, that, that was that, that was definitely a Cameron. He Ferris almost did well, He almost did well to look as young. Yeah, exactly. He almost did well to look only that old. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. So I thought, do you know what? Fine, I really enjoyed it, and actually, is a first because that's the other advantage of um, that Marvel had when they brought out Iron Man is that for years previously, if you think about it, there was Blade, there was X Men, there was Spider Man that that they were being made by different studios, but it was getting into people's heads that superhero movies could be a thing. True. And actually, so like the first two X Men movies were brilliant, first two Spider Man movies were brilliant, right? And so like when you have like that success rate. People are going. Oh, we can take a chance. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry again. Yeah. So I, 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 I Toby Maguire's Spider Man. I thought was great until the third movie. Yeah. And yeah, and like, there's there's so much backstory to why that did not go well. Yeah. Why that? Why, why that happened? Well, like, what, what, what? Um, so Sam Rainey, who uh, directed the, yeah. the first two, he was like, I want to do this movie. I want to do this story. Um, I think he just wanted Sandman. I think he just wanted Sandman. That was it. But the yeah. studio were like, no, we need more villains. Right. And we, and we need Venom. Oh, we right. We need right. Venom. So they kind of forced him to put Venom in and they forced him to put the green go- the new Green Goblin in. Oh. So they, so he kind of went, cool, well, I'm just going to phone this in. Like, yeah, and, oh, that makes sense. That'd be really yeah. gutting, man, to yeah. have that passion for it and be like... Yeah, he was forced... Basically, yeah, a lot of decisions that were made in that movie were forced upon him by oh. the studio. Um, oh, well, no, I feel like I've touched it harshly. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, there, there's a. There's I stand no, by everything I've ever thought, but yeah, I understand more from that. Yeah, exactly. Side, I still you know? stand by this is an awful movie. <laughs> yeah, um, it doesn't change the facts. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't but change the facts. I fact. understand the backstory <laughs> and I get, I get it. I get it. And like, it's interesting. But what, you know what's really interesting mm. is that so Edgar Wright was supposed to direct. That was one hell of a click. Yeah, right there. that's the niece. Yeah, yeah. Edgar Wright was supposed to direct Ant Man. Yes. Right? Yeah. And obviously. That was his passion project for years. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. And then, and then he got kicked off. Yeah, which is it's a shame, but the Ant Man movie's still great. Uh, yeah. yeah, I, I so that was one that I was like, so Paul Rudd, I was like, eh, mm, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Paul Rudd, I'm yeah, good. Yeah. And and then so it stayed off it, and then I literally it was only a few weeks ago that I was like, someone said something about Ant Man and the Wasp, and was really rating it, and I was curious, and I, I just, yeah. and I was like, maybe I was like, well, I'm not going to watch that before I've watched Ant Man, so. I watched Ant Man, and again, I think because my expectations were low, and I didn't, I, I'd not really watched any trailers. Yeah. If there's a film that like I do this, a friend of mine took me to see, uh, I can't remember which Star Wars it was, but um, it was my first IMAX, um, I've ever been to. Oh, okay, and yeah. he took me to see that, and he made me sit in the front row. Oh. For I think it was episode. I think it was episode seven. <laughs> and, he, and he went, oh, I don't watch trailers, and I was like, what? And he was just, and he's a proper movie, like he's superhero movie geek, he loves it doesn't watch trailers he doesn't like he, he won't do it he doesn't want to be he wants to be completely surprised by it and I understand that because as soon as he said that I was like me too I don't like knowing anything about anything that I'm yeah, going to say yeah, yeah. Someone well ruined. trailers give away too much these days yeah I think so as well yeah. I think, if I'm going to watch it I'm going to watch it and it was it was when Logan was out and he's the biggest Wolverine, Wolverine fan. He's like Wolverine tattooed up, like he loves any any fancy dress part. He wears his Wolverine cool leather jacket as oh, well. Okay, and I'm like, great. dude, that's just a leather jacket. Like, yeah. you know, come on. And um, and he was uh, and it started with the the Johnny Cash song, and I went, "This is Wolverine," and he went and ran out, like, literally ran out of the cinema. So from that point on, I've never really. And I was like, okay, you're weird, and I'm not going to do that again. But I was like, maybe I don't want to watch trailers, so I didn't watch any of the Ant Man trailers either. And then when I watched it the other day, I was like, this film's 
it's great. Yeah, it's I brilliant. Really it loved it. So I loved much it. fun. And it was so every time it went cheesy superhero, Paul Rudd came in with his here's my funny real life like yeah, yeah, yeah. candor, and I was like. Oh, it balances I, it perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I watched it twice. Yeah, it's great. I, I really liked it. It's a great film. Um, I've completely lost the point I was trying to make Come of on, it. What was but it was like Edgar Wright. Was Edgar Wright. Now. So Edgar Wright was. Oh, so right. So Edgar Wright was supposed to direct that film, and obviously, um, he he was you know it was kicked off the set. It was kicked off you know for the film, and he walked away from it. Whatever. He, He's gone. Creative differences. Mm. Um, ah, yes. Now I remember my point. So the point was that the reason, so the reason that they were like got rid of it, or the reason that he went, is because Marvel Studios are very much you have to follow this template. Everything has oh. to have the same feel, uh, so that so that the Guardians of the Galaxy can interact with Ant Man and can interact with Thor and can interact oh. with Iron Man and can like so every character can interact and it doesn't feel out of place. Okay. Which is why when you're watching Infinity War and you're like, it's like when Doctor Strange is all magic and you go, oh no, that makes sense in that universe. That that, that works. Oh, right. That, I mean that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're like, you know, so you couldn't have it like you couldn't have Ant Man all all of a sudden be like Sin City. Yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah. You couldn't yeah. have that aesthetic. Yeah, and then exactly. Try and bring them together. So, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah so like, it was. It's quite interesting that they go like, you know, no, you've got to. So like, it, that's an, so when I was talking about the Sam Raimi sort of Spider Man yes. getting ruined by the producers going, no, you let's do this and this and this. Marvel actually do that. They go, no, we need to have this, this, and this, right. but. Because they've got someone at the head of the producer, uh, Kevin Feige, uh, Feige, whatever you pronounce his name, yeah, at the beginning, at the top, who's got this sort of whole creative vision and yeah. ensuring it's 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 ensuring that it's creative because the brand rather right. than just like have some more villains. Let's sh- let's chew one in whatever we can. Yeah. Like that that venom was. I, I, I literally I, I Topher um, Grace as Venom was never gonna work. It was. He's Eric Foreman. <laughs> Thing it is Eric Foreman. I remember it's always like it's always cringe when you see someone you're like, oh, I don't think you're right for this, and you're like, well, who am I to? Oh no, I'm right. No, yeah, I'm yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> you go like someone thought you had something, <laughs> but they've not managed to bring it out. Yeah, Hyde would have been a better choice from that seventies show. Yeah. Or even no. No, Ashton Kutcher no, would have been. No, I was just thinking that. <laughs> no. I was like, no, that wouldn't be. No, no. no. It was just like... Yeah. Said, no one from that 70s show. Red would have been a better Venom. <laughs> Red, I would watch that film. I would but watch... I'd, I'd, I'd watch that. <laughs> I uh, would watch that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Move yeah. over to Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be excellent. I would have loved to say, hey, Sandman, make a giant boot so I can stick it up Spider-Man's ass. <laughs> I want that to happen. That man. would have been brilliant. That would have been excellent. So, as we reach the end yes. of the podcast, there's something that we do on the Geekatorium, um, which is you get to put something into the geek arc to okay. preserve it for all time. Something that you love, it could be anything at all, and it'll be like, so when generations come, they go, oh, what's this? And they go, oh, this is what it was like to be a geek at that time. Oh, man. So I we've mean, had some interesting things. We've had like the Enterprise D, Ghostbusters, like the uh, Ecto one from Ghostbusters. Uh, oh, we've had a, the Sony Walkman, an N64, stuff like I mean, that. it's the first thing. I mean, and I'm trying to think of something else. Because it feels obvious, right? But mm. I'm trying. I can't see anything past. Like I'm thinking, of what was the most important sort of thing for yeah. me? As a like, it was. It was everything, and it was. It ruled. Like I'm trying to work out which version of it to put in. Okay, it's it's Pokemon related. I'm just. Oh, choosing. okay, okay, cool. It's Pokemon related. Brilliant. I'm thinking because like when I'm trying to decide between the game or the cards. <gasps> oh, that's difficult. Because I've got them both. I've still got so me and my me and my friend we 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 were we were the top we were the top of the top <laughs> at junior school with the Pokemon trading cards right, and we were like we were like well why don't we should we form we 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 essentially formed we essentially formed a Pokemon card mafia right yeah so we were in junior school and you couldn't do a trade in our put in our in yeah. our uh, in our <laughs> playground about, about it and we were the guys you came to we had all the cards you want to do a trade you come and see yeah. us you know what I mean all right so we used to do that so you come to me yeah you come on to the me day of my Pokemon training refuse. day <laughs> I'm supposed to be going to get the gym badge and um, so we used to so it's even I had I got so much joy from that, but then me and he, he went off he, like the, he moved to a different area and he had all the Pokemon cards mm. and still had them all and then eventually he wanted to sell them and I was like fuck no. that, so I 
we, he works out how much he thought. I, ended, I think I ended up spending like five. Bought his share, essentially. Right. <laughs> this, this is like Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> shit. <laughs> so I put his share in our mafia enterprise. And um, and the hilarious thing about it, right, so that was, I bought it off him when I was like 12. So we moved yeah. to a different area. We, we didn't really talk anymore. I've still got them. I've preserved them. I've saved them. I love them. I have, and I've still got the first three, the basic set, the jungle set, and the fossil set. Got them all. And uh, I love, I'm so happy I've got them. His girlfriend messaged me two years ago, right? Now, bearing in mind, we, we were collecting Pokemon cards. That's how I spoke to him when we were 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His girlfriend found me on Facebook two years ago, sent me a message. Any chance you've still got those Pokemon cards because Anthony would love them and I'd love to buy them off you. I was like, fuck you, bitch. They mine. Right? Uh-huh. And so I've got them. I was no way I'm selling them. Right? Oh, wow. Okay. So I like, I love it. And But then it's the Pokemon game, right? Mm. So then what the game, the amount of hours, hours on that. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to put in Pokemon. I'm going to put in Pokemon Red. Pokemon Red. I'm going to put in Pokemon that's Red. That's the cl- yeah. Because that's, yeah. that's where it started for me. I'm going to preserve Pokemon Red. Do I need Love. to preserve an ability to play it in there? As no, well? Is that you know what? We've actually got a Game Boy in there. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So it, it, it all works, man. There so, you yeah. go. Perfect. Oh, Pokemon it. Red. That's a Pokemon great shout, man. Pokemon I love it. It was really weird because like, that was a game like I played that. Uh, my, my little brother played that. And he's like, there was like nine years difference between us. Like yeah. eight, eight or nine years. And I was like, we could both like, there was like yeah yeah we both played that it was game. something that every like even when I sort of grew up a little bit and I sort of stopped doing that maybe I got to rest and that didn't matter every holiday that we had mm. every family holiday it was yeah. before my phone was cool yeah. and you know it wasn't it was just I had snake yeah. you know when it like after that the capabilities of my phone limited so every holiday you'd would still me and my brother would take the we'd take the Game Boys and we'd take the po- we'd yeah. take Pokemon we'd, you know and we'd just play again Perfect. so yeah brilliant red is in there cool. excellent. Cool. Um, and you've got some stuff that you want to... Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, so my band, The Jacks, um, if you go to Bandcamp, um, we're on, so basically, Jacking It, as in J-A-C-K-I-N-I-T, uh, dot bandcamp.com, that's where you can find our EP, Jacks mm-hmm. of All Trades. Uh, we've got some sort of punky vibe, some scar, some heavy riffs, it's um, a little bit of, drop some little bars on there as well, do a little bit of rapping, see Razor come out again. Hey. And then we're headlining at the O2 Academy on... Uh, October was it September that's definitely finished September yeah, yeah. October the 27th Saturday the 27th of October cool um, at the O2 tickets are £6 you can get them from all the places you can get brilliant so that's it, awesome man. I'll put links into the uh, thank you show very much I appreciate like that, so that don't worry uh, but dude thank that you so much fun, man. yeah that was awesome fun. cheers bye <laughs>